Slander. We got uh, temperature checks yes. on the team. Temperature um, check. Can it be ice cold or what? Yeah. I mean, hot. It's your temperature. Hot like a Phoenix sunrise. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and basically, since nobody's gonna listen, um, we're just gonna we're just gonna we'll probably just review. I'm um, uh, out of this. I will play. Did Jordan Clarkson make a three today? Oh my God! Did Jordan Clarkson make a three today, guys? He did. Yes, it was his first oh, shot. Oh God! Made. Thank God. Okay, <laughs> let's let's start there. That's what we're talking. That's that's what we're Dude, about half hour. We, we should have a whole segment about that. I, I want to oh, hear I, a who tirade and like. Trust me, I'm I'm planning on talking about only that. So. What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes. Uh, we are Luther's edition. It's um, uh, Jazz Talk, and uh, I am here. It is I. Uh, you can find me on the Twitterverse at Hootran, H-U-U-T-R-A-N, Superman. That's Hootran, Superman. And, you know, I fart in your general direction. Um, uh, to Jared Barker, go to this is 49. What's up, man? We suck again! Yeah. Um, uh, and... Uh, uh, boy, um, Jared, I'm a real quick. I'm a, how do you feel? How do I feel? Yeah. I feel like uh, it was a frustrating but very fun game uh, against the Suns today. And I, I just want to say this right now. Okay, for all you who listen to the podcast, I know you're pretty much diehard Jazz fans. For the fe- for the people that tune in only to the national TV games, it's like I, I would say a bunch of really really nasty things, but I don't want who to have to sit there and bleep a, a bunch of profanities. But, man, screw you guys for just coming and launching your hot takes, you know, on the one game a year, the two or three games a year of jazz basketball that you watch. Instead of watching the team the whole year and actually having good takes about basketball because you know how the team plays, what their weaknesses are, and what their strengths are. So thank you very much, and uh, appreciate those of you who listen and follow the team because you, you, you people actually matter, unlike the freaking bandwagon fans that are half of this fan base. I apologize because uh, I, I I knew as soon as I said real quick, Jared, it was not going to be. That's my bad. Um, some there are some who call him Tim. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's, Mr. Echo, Echo, Echo. it's Mr. Dragon Swatch. Um, uh, Logan Cox, what's up, Logan? Yeah, did you say did you say fart in his general direction? Is did I hear that correctly? Yeah, it's a That's John Cleese reference, Monty Python. Yeah, I, I've seen him around, but I still don't know what he is. I, I almost asked and decided to Google instead and realized I would have made more of a fool of myself, but I don't speak Monty Python. Um, I, but I, 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 had, I had a lot of rage, too, and, and, and Jared was getting me fired up, and then I saw on the, t- the, the, the TV, I saw Dustin Johnson's beautiful, thick, luscious beard in it. I thought of Paulina Gretzky, and I calmed down quite a bit, so <laughs> I think I'm in a better headspace now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what? Um, uh, we we brought a guest on. He's a returning guest. Um, uh, he turned into a newt, but he got better. It's the Brown Bear. Uh, Brown Bear SLC. What's up, Brian Brown? Oh, you're on mute, sir. What's a Paulina Gretzky? <laughs> it's uh, like Wayne Gretzky with a lot of plastic surgery. Okay. <laughs> hey, what? Uh, oh my Host, host of um, uh, Locked On Utes, um, uh, part of the Locked On Network, which is not part of the Jazz Pod Co-op. Um, uh, it's the, uh, you know. <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> We're coming for you, David. Negotiations uh, are ongoing. Brian, yeah. how, how's it going, man? A lot, so 
uh, Logan was like, hey, do you mind having O'Brien on this week? I was like, sure. He's actually been on before. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. So I had to go look up your episode. It was actually almost a year ago, uh, over a year ago, like March of 2020. It was like right around the pandemic you came oh, on. Seriously? So uh, how have you been? Oh, yeah, I've been great, man. Just the, no, Nothing better than uh, a year under a pandemic to uh, improve your podcasting skills and, and get you excited to come back on. If all I have to do is live through a pandemic to come on once a year, sign me up. <laughs> your podcast goes out better oh boy i did i did hey. something completely wrong during the pandemic then when, when are we getting some more lost episodes from uh from beehive boys because we, <laughs> we're all in on that the day that i'm not lazy and can get them cut up and produce there's a uh there's always <laughs> there's always money in the banana stand and there's always podcast episodes to produce <laughs> that's, nice. what, that's what like podcasting producing is like it's not just like you go on record like uh, for us it's easier because i try to run clean shows where i don't have to do very much editing but people who are better editors than me take more time and take more pride in uh, the final product as as was evident last week with all the craft that i dealt with audio wise um but that was a great uh, episode go check out jazz uni tracker i mean he's uh, very fun to have yeah, on with us yeah a cu- couple of episodes it was it was a really good listen i, I wasn't on last week because i was in my bed Snug as a bug. Gross. Um, so. Wow, Jazz uh, after dark. Dragon Squash Logan, uh, I know you're excited for this. Um, uh, let me just recap what happened um, uh, since our last couple episodes. Jazz um, uh, suck again. They lose to the Dallas Mavericks. And, you know, what? You know the, the Mavericks shoot, uh, I believe, uh, 230% from three. Uh, I don't I didn't look up the stats beforehand, but that sounds about right. And then the Jazz go to Phoenix and lose to the best team in the West, the Phoenix Suns, um, or soon to be apparently uh, best team in the West and best team in the league among the Phoenix Suns. Dragon Squatch, uh, knowing all that, what is the temperature check for you this week? It's not, it's not a good one, um, and I, I, I can't promise like Jared did earlier that I'll be profanity free as oh, I damn. as I as, as I work my way through this. Um, you know, leading up to this game, and, and I, I really try to, to stray away from this because I don't like to get in the middle of all the telling people how to fan. Like, it's not really my my thing. And it's one of the most irritating things that happens when you get on the social media. But for the folks who've been telling us, you know, that we, you know, this game doesn't matter. The numbers say that no matter what happens, the Jazz are going to get this number one seed. If, if you are playing this team that you've lost to, once already before a very unlikable team, the second team in the West that's playing great basketball, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. If those guys don't make you angry and make you feel like this game doesn't mean something, well then what the are you doing? Like, I just don't understand like what, what, what is it that gets you fired up then? Because this is, this is exactly the kind of game that you want and to lose it. And then to watch just, I'm, 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 I'm tired of, we played a good team to the end. and I feel good about that. And that got me thinking, like, I keep, we, we keep saying that. We keep saying that over and over again. And, I, and I'm just going to go off the top of our head here. I don't need, I mean, if, I'd say in each league, in each conference, there's a couple different contenders or teams we consider contenders. And let's think about what the Jazz record's been against those teams when both teams are fully healthy, right? So the Clippers, three games, but we, we really got to split with their, their best and our best. Can we, is, is that fair, one and one? There was the yep. one game that we won that yeah, was nothing. Fair. So, fair. so Lakers we can't do. We got to throw it out because we only played one game, and it was it was not the full Lakers. So who else do we put in that category? Uh, Phoenix. Have we beat Phoenix yet? We lost both. Oh, and two. Yeah, no, exactly. We lost to Phoenix. They got the so, tiebreaker. So, so, we, so they 
win more games, they win. Yeah, yeah. So, so the Nuggets, the Nuggets, full full strength Nuggets. We play the Nuggets full strength twice. What's that one? One to uh, one. One one yeah, to one. Split. Okay. Split. And I, I, I would say for me that's about the contender status in the West. I mean, I guess you know the the the, the Portland the, the secret Portland Trailblazer fans who masquerade as Jazz fans would throw Portland <laughs> in there. There's, but, a um, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. There are <laughs> dozens of us. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> But if, if we go if we, if we go out east, then so we go we go to the top. Uh, we only played we only played uh, a full strength Philly one time, right? And what happened? One one. We lost. Yeah, we lost that one. And then we 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 can't we can't do the Nets because they kicked our asses with with uh, with only Kyrie. Them. And then we beat them with nobody. And so then we'll go Milwaukee. So and we beat we beat Milwaukee twice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so do. I mean, the, the one thing I will give the Jazz credit for is they're not the old Jazz. They have been stopping the mediocre teams. They've been really. I mean, that that is a difference. I feel good about when we play this, these bad teams and we blow them out. But I think that the rest of us that have, and and even and I want to take a step further. Some of the national media folks who will ask, are the Jazz for real? I think I don't even know what that record is, but it's nothing that like makes you feel awesome about anything. I oh, think you should follow about, HP Basketball if you want to know it, what that put, record what, is. Well, puts us at about five hundred, right? So that makes you feel like okay it's a toss-up so for for every i mean i i guess the, the whole circular argument is is like like this is like you, you you follow sports because of the emotion and the passion you want to see these things and if you think that playing phoenix doesn't matter like i, I just i can't i can't get down with that like I, I must, i'm sorry like i just don't understand what you're doing then and i just i that's 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 pretty much it i'm gonna stop right there um yeah like i'm i've said you know what we said it what last i said last week that you know i was like you know I feel like most of these games don't matter, and this is one of the few games I was like, well, it feels like it matters a little bit. Um, I, uh, you know, it's obviously, a tiebreaker I'm, game, it matters. Uh, I, I'm very pragmatic anyway, so like, a loss doesn't really bother me that much. Um, Jared, it's the hottest segment on live podcasting. Uh, temperature check for Utah Jazz, Jared. I mean, uh, we're we're as hot. As a rising Phoenix sun, as Brian said, uh, pre-pod, um, but not in a good way. Hot in that, uh, you know, our guys are seeming to burn out, and uh, like Jordan Clarkson, uh, we're going to set who up for a nice little rant later about Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> about everybody. Yeah. He's got a burn book. He's got a jazz burn book. So, um, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Brian, um, uh, I don't know how often you listen, but so we do a temperature check. So you as a fan, uh, after you know the stretch or whatever, how do you feel as a Jazz fan right now about this team? I how dare you? I listen to every episode that I possibly can. Oh, uh, whatever. What are the dozens? There are dozens of you. What are the dozens of listeners? I love it. I'm a high noter. That's there's no doubt about this. I'm an OG yes. high noter. Yes. It's, it's it's Hyman noters. Let's what it is. go Hyman's noters. Well, I'll tell you this much: my Hyman is still intact after tonight. But it sounds like a lot of jazz fans have lost theirs. Uh, I, I never too high, never too low. That that's always my temperature check on this jazz team this season. And I just don't. I I think this is the difference between when you start to look at teams in terms of a fan and start to look at it in terms of okay, this is a team that I've, I've worked for or I've covered or, or things of that nature, you try and take a long-term view of everything. And I don't know that I'm super upset about losing to the Suns in terms of 
how this relates to the entire season. What I'm upset about is that now Phoenix Suns fans can talk trash to us on the internet, and that makes my timeline and I don't want to see that because then there's more arguments and arguments suck because most people on the internet are really are two things. They're at talking trash and they're shitty at arguing and Phoenix Suns fans like are the elite of the elite in being bad at both of those things. And the more I have to see them on my timeline, now I'm getting hot. So my temperature check is going through the roof because I don't want to see that stuff. Uh, As far as the game goes, I I think, look, it's 82 games. It's a long season. Um, you know, I'm with Logan, like fan how you want a fan, but just don't get bitter if I point out how bad you are at being a fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and the other thing too, and, and this will be my closing uh, little take, uh, the worst takes on the internet happen immediately after an emotional loss. Yep, that's pretty true. And But in the words of, in the great words of Monty Python, tis but a scratch or... You know, a Monty Flesh Python Monty. character, the Black Knight. No, that's that, that, that's a great point. As I wrote down all my rants and I got anger and anger, I knew as I say these things, they weren't going to age well. Um, and by the time by the time we listen to this on Thursday, it's not going to be uh, nearly as as good as it felt now. And I, I, I think that's I think, part I, of what I think you're that, right. I think that the the Suns fans on Twitter are kind of like the uh, Padre fans of baseball Twitter. It's it's hard it's hard to handle. Wow, you're going to Brian. Wow. <laughs> Um, no, so, sorry, so I saw I saw the pods on the t- on the television. I couldn't help it. <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, shout out to like has so, anybody like, ever quit mid podcast? Because I'm <laughs> I, I saw I saw Brian. Quit. Oh, I saw we Brian did have fighting. Tiffany. We did have Tiffany. Uh, his lip. He was like, I'm gonna. Whoop. So um, yeah, uh, I uh, uh, shout out to um, uh, life. Uh, wait, sorry, plant based Chad life. Life-based Chad, plant-based Chad. I'm a, he's you know one of these emotional um uh, uh, Twitter That's followers that I follow today and like he was very very angry about the game today and I just like and like he talked about like how sports writers and I, I kind of told him like hey you know I'm a I'm a sports journalist too and you figure it out you know and um, and I, I appreciate from the ledge my friend yeah uh, I appreciate the jazz fans who uh, can you know, be emotional because like, I'm not, I'm, that's not me anymore. Right. Like I'm, I'm very pra- pragmatic. Uh, I, you know, I say pessimistic or whatever, like it, it's all good. The jazz game was done and then boom, I'm like five minutes later ready for this episode. You know, I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, but, uh, and I get Logan, Logan still likes the jazz fans, uh, jazz enough to get heated. I think Jared, I'm a, you know, I, I see Jared's tweets during, so I, I appreciate you guys still being able to bring that, bring that fire, uh, fire desire, um, uh, to, to the pod here. Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. (laughs) But if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, Jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at Jazzy Gals Pod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz. So guys, I mean, uh, you know, two bad losses, right? Like, oh, okay. I mean, uh, bad losses, two losses. Let's just say two losses. I know, you know, fans lose their minds. Uh, but there are some things that, that do concern me about the Jazz. And uh, I think uh, I, I said this pre-pod in our pod, you know, like little setup meeting, that um, uh, there's not been enough slander on this uh, Jazz podcast that 
to for for jazz players. Uh, Bogey, you're gonna get a pass because basically all the slander I still I've had for you still exists. Been all season. <laughs> um, but you've also been doing it all year, so. Well, I mean, it's the same stuff. Like nothing. The thing is that nothing's changed. But it's nice when you make shots. So thank you, Bogey, for um uh for for showing up and making some shots today. That was, that was helpful. But man, there are some like some some very weird jazz things that I, I like. So Rudy Gobert today, right? Got hit in the head and then he uh, had to be wheeled out on a stretcher um, into the ambulance, but uh, miraculously was able to break out of the ambulance and, and return to the to the steel cage match. Um, I, I text Logan and so I'm like, Lo, like Rudy flops a little bit, and this has kind of bothered me uh, that. And somebody had like responded to Logan like, "This is the first time that Rudy's done it. like he does. He actually does this a lot. Like if you watch and you notice, like a lot of times he'll drive in, not get a call. He grabs his head a lot." Like he grabs his head a lot, and one thing I would like to see from Rudy is when he goes in and, and like you know we, we all talk he needs to duck more and he needs to I think he just needs to go up yeah strong don't more. be a bitch go up strong uh, uh, he it's just like it looks bad when he goes up there and he tries to like do these he goes like up there weird, looking for a call it's it's embarrassing uh, double clutch stuff so the reason I think it's, it's not great because um it doesn't help his rep is because um. The referees see that they go. That's not no. That's not a foul. Whatever you're trying to avoid contract contact or whatever. I see you grab like I see him grab his head every game. The referees know it, and that's why today like he he, he got smacked in the face. Um, could have been a 50-50 call, maybe. But he also you know went down to the ground. The Jazz had to. I think the Jazz had to use a timeout, or I don't, I don't know if there's like an injury timeout. The referees call or use whatever. But you know he goes down to the ground. Uh, and you know he's he's that concussed, and you know as as much as the Rudy, that's one he part of the game. He sat there and like laid to... there. I was kind of pissed at him for how long he laid there, when the fact he got up and still played in the game. I'm like, okay, if you aren't legitimately hurt, that was garbage. Like that that was garbage to lay there for like a full minute and make your and team that's... take a timeout because you didn't get up. That was garbage. And that, and that, that's bad for the the reputation because um he's not going to get calls because. You know, if you're known as an embellisher, then they're not going to call you when you actually do get fouled. Uh, Brian, thoughts? Yeah, no, I think uh, I think we're talking about a Frenchman, and the first time that a Frenchman <laughs> stands up to trouble, it will be literally the first time. No. Um, oh, allez, sorry, Jared. Allez, sorry, allez, Jared. I, I know that's your uh, homeland. <laughs> I, I think there are times, and, and this is – this is one of those situations where on the outside, we don't know what's going on nine times out of 10 with those guys inside the tube, as they like to say on the airplanes and in the traveling and everything like that. It looked like Rudy was having a bad night tonight. Like he looked grumpy. He looked like somebody didn't get him his, his tea before the game or whatever it was. <laughs> and when he has those nights, he tends to kind of have a little pity party for himself. And the issue that I see with this is, the longer you let that fester and grow and carry on from game to game to game, the bigger a problem it gets to be. And you get to the point where he was last year, where he was so kind of like obsessed with the fact that he wasn't getting enough touches and this, that, and the other. Like, it's that fine line of using criticism as motivation and letting criticism seep into your thoughts and, and channel your energy towards it. And I think he kind of crossed the line tonight to where it was, you know, I, I should get calls because I'm this guy and I never get them. And, and the pity party showed out, especially I think when he got in the head. That being said, he's still one of the top five 
best big men in the NBA. And, and, you know, we saw tonight, especially that without him against his Phoenix team, the jazz are in trouble. Derek favors is not the answer uh, to what Chris Paul and, and Deandre Ayton can do in the pick and roll. And, that's been the case for forever with Chris Paul, right? When he has a big yeah. man who can roll to the hoop and he can hoop it, like it's yeah. an almost unstoppable combination. We saw it with Tyson Chandler. We saw it yeah. with Favors uh, isn't big enough and he's not a vertical threat to yeah, stop. Yeah, I mean we saw it. DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan, Jordan, Jordan right? should should, yeah. should, should still owe him half his salary for the rest of his life. For, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. DeAndre Capella, um, Logan, uh, you know, so this is the, the, the slander part, like, and uh, I'll apologize to fans who I'm uh, about the slander, but Logan, let's get your take first. Yeah. The t- for me, it, it brought back memories of an, of another, you know, dramatic, uh, situation that's placed on a court that was not to be in it. You, you, you got me with wheelchair and, and, and out of respect to, to, I'm, uh, I'm assuming I'm going to break the news here. Rudy's good friend, Paul Pierce, out of respect for Paul Pierce, having a rough, <laughs> a, a, an equally rough and great week. It was an homage to Paul Pierce and just, you know, <laughs> some, some good fits thrown on the court. Well, isn't the backstory on that, his, his wheelchair game that he like, he crapped he, like, his pants. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what I've heard. Right. I mean, that's he's better, denied it so. categorically, but I, I still believe that that's the case. Yeah. So he, it was just, it was, it was a run at just trying to, you know, pay homage to Paul. That's the way, that's the way I look at it. But no, it was bad. It was not. It was not good. It was. It was really not good. And I think Brian makes a good point because that's part of the the fuel that drives Rudy. And sometimes I think you 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 play with a, it's a it's a tricky balance to keep. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, the thing is that when you avoid contact and then you try to get a call every time, and we saw it with Bogey for a while, like, you know, the referees take note of that. You know, no pun intended. And like they're like, all right, well, you know, we've seen Rudy embellish stuff before, so now we're gonna have to really see it before we call fouls. Um, so before we move on, I, because I, I, there, there are a bunch of other players that we're going to put on what Jared says, the bird book here. Um, it's not that we, I'm like, and Brian said like, you know, Hey, we, we like these players. We just, there are certain things now that we're 60 games into the season. Like, boy, you know, I would really like to see Rudy go stronger and not, you know, grab his head every time he thinks there's a foul. Like there might be, but it's also the NBA and they're not going to call everything. And if you really want to get, you know, your foul calls, stop trying to up and under layups and, go up stronger and then um, uh, the referees will be like, Oh yeah, he got, he definitely got hit because the ball came out weird out of his hands as opposed to like doing his up and under layups. Um, I want Rudy to show up in one of those rugby helmets for a game. <laughs> that will protect his, that will protect his dome. Make a statement. Uh, right. right. So, um, like an old timey football helmet, maybe. Yeah. Leather, leather head. Let's leather do this. Heads. All right. So, um, uh, next on my, my, my list of slander again, a guy I really like, and like, so Royce has not been shooting the three very well, has, has been doing like, here's the thing with Royce. And this is where the boy on slander was coming is like, whenever Royce is not having a good offensive game or, or something, or like one part of his game is not doing well, he's usually really good at doing other things. Um, but part of the problem is like his confidence is gone. I, we don't know what, what happened to it. Um, it's missing. Someone put up a missing poster for it, please. Because uh, the 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 way the Jazz pinball machine works is that if he gets himself a shot, he has to take it. Uh, and you know he's learning part of that from like, him and him and Boyan had a possession where they each hesitated taking the, an open three, and it cost the Jazz uh, in regulation uh, because um, uh, that that probably would have like I I don't care that they missed the shot. I just care that like boy you you gave the defender you know half a second to get in better position to guard you, and maybe that's why you missed a shot as opposed to taking it 
uh, right? And this is the same position. Uh, Royce passed it up, and then Bogey. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. He just he took like a weird pump fake and then took the shot. I was like, oh, well, that's that's not great. Um, I even put out there. And, and I 100 percent think that Royce needed to take that shot. I feel like that possession was like, I don't care how you're feeling. In those situations, Royce, you are historically good. That is where you make your bread and butter. Take that damn shot. Um, and then uh, I put the thing because uh, um, we saw earlier Boyan took that side step three, three again that looked unneeded, and I put out there, well, well, you know, what's everything about that three again? And uh, yeah. Jared was like, Jared, what what you say? You said him, but he takes it. The unnecessary ones bother me. The well, ones that where you understand what, why he's doing them, but the unnecessary yeah. ones, it's like, why? Why well, are you doing it? That's why we brought it up. We brought it up because as he 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 does it way. He does it a lot. Yeah, he does yeah. it a lot. That um, he, he's in love with it, and it's kind of it bothers right. me. Uh, Dragon Squash Logan, um, uh, Royce O'Neill, what do you got? What do you got for him? With Royce, I believe I tweeted out that Royce would not crack the rotation on the current Baylor squad. So <laughs> I think that pretty well sums up. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, the, the thing about Royce that's tricky is I think he's asked to do a lot of things that he shouldn't have to do. I mean, it, I, we've said this before. He's a six foot four guard who a lot of nights is almost playing power forward, at least defensively, mm. because, because, is because, he, is because, he a guard because, though, or is he a small because, forward? I don't know. Because, okay, well, Jared, go ahead. Wing. He's no, a wing. I'm, a, I'm asking you, is he a guard no, I, or is he I, small? That, he's a guard. Six foot four is a guard. Like right? Like when, when did when did the, when did six foot four not be a guard? Unless we're playing PJ Tucker ball. Like six six foot four is a guard, and six foot four is like used to be a point guard to some degree. But I mean, either way, but what I'm saying is Royce gets asked to do a lot. Like in that, so I'm, I'm a little more hesitant to jump in on him. I wish he would shoot the ball more, absolutely. But he's asked to do a lot of weird things. Like he's, he's like, like a lot of times with the starting lineup, he's a guy, he's supposed to be now our second best rebounder. That's just that there's a lot of weird yeah. things we ask him to do. And I don't know that he's, I mean, he's, he answers the call more times than not. I just wish, I do wish he would shoot the ball to your guys's point. He, his numbers say he should shoot it. And he's, this is, this is kind of like remnants of last year, especially in the bubble. Right when he just wouldn't pull the trigger, and that that is a little worrisome, I guess, as the games get a little more important, they get a little tighter. So I right. mean, it's just I, he's he's asked to do a lot though. So and and, and I've I've been pretty adamant that I don't understand how defense works. So I don't know if he's playing good defense or not because some people tell me yes, some people tell me no. I made the mistake of saying that you know we didn't win the the favor Sark matchup when I was immediately told that it, none of that was Derek Favors' fault. So I'm still don't know how defense works. I got right. no clue how defense works. Yeah, I think the point that Logan's trying to make here is that at six four, whether it's small forward or power forward, he's like he's short for what position he's being asked to play. Small yeah, forward, power forward. That's very fair. Is. That's very um, fair. I think another observation on Royce, and, and I'm with Logan on this one, like he played thirty two minutes tonight. That's too much for him. And we've all said all along that the fatal flaw with his jazz team as they move forward is that they're missing a longer wing defender that can take on a, a bigger bulk of the load. I think everybody on Twitter, on the internet, even people who are living out in the middle of a forest with only getting newspapers wanted a Trevor Ariza type player to join this roster, and we went out and got Ursan Ilyasov and Matt Thomas. So yeah, we should have we should have signed Tory Craig, man. Freaking yeah. Well, I mean, if if well, for no other reason than he wouldn't hit four threes against us in exactly, one right? Game, right? Freaking well, a. the Jazz the Jazz had no avenue to get Tory Craig, so they got um, Tory Craig for nothing though. What are you, yeah? Tory, what are you talking Tory, about? The, I, I, the Sun, Tory the Suns had zero, space. I think. The Suns had space to take in Torrey Craig. The Jazz did not. The Jazz could have cut somebody and taken Torrey Craig. Over the cap still. 
You can't. You can't take him. You can't. Tra- they would have to trade. Somebody oh wait, out. are you are you saying that we that they got him on the they got him on the waiver trade. wire? No, no, they traded. They traded for they him, trade. and it was like it was something no, like has- nothing. Yeah, but we could have traded. We could have traded some garbage. We could have traded a, a, a George Niang. <laughs> what What did the Jazz have to? Okay, I, I, mean, <laughs> I get what you're saying, but if, if 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 we're saying we can't figure out a trade for Tory Craig, we're really in a lot of trouble. Yeah, because. right. We, we, yeah. We, we better, would, we better hope we, we better hope these twelve or the yeah. twelve. No, but that's that, that was the thing before the trade deadline. The Jazz again, we we talked about it. The Jazz had no tradable assets, so that's Jordan, kind of what it is. But it was nothing. I mean, no, you could have you could have traded George Dang and a second round pick uh, or something. They're, the Jazz were the Jazz were going to trade their one through nine to um uh, uh one through nine. The Jazz were not going to uh, trade away. So yeah. I just I don't. Mean, I just don't feel like George is really deserves to be in that untradeable discussion one through nine. But how it, dare it, you? How is. else are you going to fit all nine players somewhere, Jared? You have to have a <laughs> minivan. <laughs> That's good stuff. How are they going to get to the game? <laughs> Matt John Thomas Stockton is, will pull up with the, his minivan. <laughs> Matt Thomas is getting is getting a little driver's ed. Um. So yeah. So. Uh, uh, the Jazz, um, uh, you know, last last person on the the burn list, I guess, or whatever we're calling it. Uh, like, here's the thing: Jordan Clarkson has gotten a, a pass because he had a really great start to the season. And um, we know we're talking about regression, we're talking about all this stuff, but we're we're talking about Jordan Clarkson kind of being who he is. Like, this is the the same game that we've saw we've seen him do in L.A. and Cleveland, and it worked really well for the Jazz in the first 16 games because, you know, you like I'm a have you guys heard what the Jazz offense like? What they want to do um, once they catch the ball? Shoot. No. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. uh, I don't know. Uh, what, react, this is. I don't know. So yeah, it's a react. It's a react offense, right? So um, uh, this is you know I've heard yeah, this like, from like like Golden State read react. Uh, it's a it's a lock thing, like um uh or lock or somebody was saying it. It's um uh, like they have half a second to make a decision. So as soon as they catch the ball, it's either shoot, dribble, or pass. Like they're all. You know they're all trained to do. That. And if you watch it, like you, you see it, like the Jazz, whoever gets the ball, they they almost know exactly what they're going to do once they get it. And that, that's what made the Jazz offense so potent. Jordan Clarkson though is like the one that gets the leash, and that's that's kind of who he is. Like right, like I'm a, he's he's the ISO player. He's the guy that I'm trying to score in I'm a, different levels. Quinn Snyder told him. Starting to feel like he needs to rein in that leash a little bit, honestly. Feel like. Okay, so now this is this is where coaching comes in, right? So Quinn Snyder, when when JC first came, was like, okay. Here you go. Um, uh, when you when you get the ball, I want you to take a three pointer or a layup or, or or in the paint shot. Nothing mid range, and that that's what Jordan. And the thing is that for the first 16, 17, 18, 20 games, whatever it was, um, it worked, and that's fine. But then when it doesn't work, you know, like we're, we're trying to pull the reins on a player that this is what he's here to do, and it just kind of sucks because. Uh, Playmaking wise, you know, Jordan Clarkson is not asked to play make. Jordan Clarkson is asked to get a bucket. And, uh, you know, Joe Ingles, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, those are guys that you want the ball, um, uh, uh, you want the, the ball in their hands uh, more often than that. Uh, Logan, do you have any um, uh, Jordan Clarkson takes here? I, the, what you've said is, 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 is all pretty well spot on. I mean, I, when I watch Jordan Clarkson play, I don't necessarily think he's playing different than he was at the beginning of the season. It's just, the shots are were going in earlier and they're not going in now. Like I don't necessarily see a, a drastic change in the way he's playing. 
It's just that, I mean, there was one point in time when everyone was, what's that, what's everyone's favorite little, not favorite, one of their favorite little stats, the 50-40, 50 or something? Yeah. Yeah, we, we had that legit, Carson Porter. A, yeah, there was a legitimate conversation for that for a while, and there was a lot of people saying this is he's never played like this. Is this sustainable? Um, uh, I, I, you, you've still got to roll with it. I mean, it's that's what he was brought in to do. You just hope he just starts knocking down some shots. I don't. Yep. I mean, it sounds it's a very very passive answer, but I think that if you're, I mean, he just he hasn't been he hasn't been very good for a while. It's, it's just he, he he continues to play his game to his credit. He doesn't. That's the one thing I will give him over Bogey. Is he hasn't stopped playing his game. Um, you know, Bogey has this this season somehow somehow I was making way, way, make my way back to hating Bogey, but um, he but Clarkson has continued to play his game, and you just got to hope that at some point it uh, the shots start falling. You know, that generic make or miss league, I guess. But I, I, it is concerning. But I don't know what else you can do about it. That's that's what he's supposed to do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's uh, that's true. Like, uh, I, I yeah, well, that's what that was my take. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Brian, well, well, what must do you be true then. Roy, Roy Heiss says it's true. <laughs> right. Roy Royals. <laughs> Roy. <laughs> you uh, all can take the paintbrush out of Picasso's hands, but I'm just going to sit here and admire the art that is Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> you do realize that I host the internet's only Jordan Clarkson podcast. Wait, what? I'm sorry, what? Which, which, I which host the, the internet's only Jordan Clarkson podcast. That's what the what Beehive Voice is. Oh, That's gotcha. all it is. We're but you have a Jordan you, Clarkson podcast. We t- you got to put out an episode, man. We don't know what you are. Uh, you, haven't mean, put, you haven't put out an episode in like, like no one knows. You found a lot. You found a lot. You found a lost episode like three months ago. Uh, we've been kudos, starving kudos, for content ever since. Kudos we're, to we're, you guys for imitating him. Truly, you guys have also disappeared for a while. So <laughs> tip of the tip of the cap. Listen, yeah, we're saving him go. for the playoffs, just like the rest of the J- jazz. That's all we need. Uh, That's all we need. JB, Jared Barker, um, uh, you're you're the you're the conductor. You are um, uh, in the corner of Clarkson. Uh, you said you were kind of off the bandwagon, which is kind of surprising to me. Um, uh, and uh, well, I mean, well, I'm pissed. I, I tweeted that I was building a shrine, and he's like screwing me over. Like, what the hell, Jordan? Is he screwing you over just because like he he's not? Because like, he hates why? me, he doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play the way he was playing earlier in the year. He doesn't want to read react. He wants to lemonade. Okay, you did. You guys know? <laughs> hey, I only had one of those. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so, Calypso, sponsor us. Give us money. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I kind of wish sometimes that we did like a live show where random jazz Twitter people would come on and and, and like yell things at us and go away because that would, that would be awesome. <laughs> I would have a no I would have a lot of fun with that I know you yeah, would hate it but I would love it that's 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 your show uh yeah so we'll, um, let, we'll let Jared produce that one right yeah Jared can have that one that's all that's all him go go follow him uh, um uh high nose France all right but, yeah, but so, in French confused the hell out of everybody he's hey thing again for me I, I just want to reiterate I just want to reiterate iterate that um yeah it really is just like hey he's he's doing what he's doing um that's that's that is what it is that's what he was brought here to do. Hey, hey shout um, out to, shout out to my friend uh, uh Pedro Net on uh on Twitter you know who's also my future co-host on High Notes France when when his internet comes back up. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so uh well, I lost my train of thought. Okay so um uh, nobody Jordan, blames you. Uh, yeah exactly Jordan uh, but JC here. Um, I hate you all. What you know, what what did you want me to get back to when it came to Clarkson? Because you were looking for something that I did not deliver at all. So I was gonna move on. And so um uh, JC, uh you know like again this is this, this is a game we talked about it. 
And um, with JC, it, it is what it is. Uh, again, he's uh, – so the question is, like, I'm like, do we want Quinn to, like, try to change his coaching style? Because, like, literally it, what made him so good in the first half, Jared, was, hey, go do what you do. Like, go out there and score well, buckets. Well, now but, what's, what he's doing is you must cut down the mightiest tree in the forest with a herring. Uh, yes. Uh, and um, But, like, I mean, do, do, like, if you're Quinn Snyder, do you tell Jordan, okay, so now you want like, – because, like, that's not his game. His game is to go out there and do it. Like, you want to change his game with, like, 25-ish games or left, whatever's left to the playoffs? I, I want to interject here and just say one thing, that Quinn Snyder probably deserves Coach of the Year honors just for getting Jordan Clarkson to buy in and play defense. And the defense <laughs> has been oh, yeah. substantially average, I would right. say. Which is even for him. slightly <laughs> above average, which for him, he's blocked multiple shots this year. I mean, those kinds of things. And that's we we fans are really adept at finding the the things that they see over and over and over again that frustrate them. In fact, one of my favorite things to do whenever another team signs a free agent or trades for somebody, I like to go to message boards or whatever and, and read what other fans write about it, because fans know the flaws better than anyone. And I think there is an argument to this Jordan Clarkson. Like, do you let him cook? Or do you let him burn the lasagna uh, from time to time and hope that it doesn't catch in a playoff series? And the benefit is that you're going to get seven games of Jordan Clarkson. So take any seven-game stretch and tell me how many of those were bad games for Clarkson. Has he had seven straight yet this year? I don't think he has. I don't have the stats in front of me. So so that's where I kind of look at this in the grand scope. For me, the regular season is done. I don't even care what the Jazz do in the regular season until the very last of the the season when we're trying to figure out seating, right? Yeah, because yeah, here you have LeBron and AD out here trying to submarine everybody and get the sixth or the, or the seventh seed so that they can knock out their toughest com, com, uh, competition in the first round like a bunch of a-holes. And the same thing is happening with Brooklyn, right? And all these guys are going to sit out for the last few months of the season so that they can be fresh. So what I really want to find out is where the Jazz slot themselves at the end of the year. And then let's start talking about, okay, can Clarkson play like this for seven games? Is is At that point, has Bogey regained himself? Um, you know, we, like, will Royce be able to go 30 minutes a game? Because that's what you're going to need from him in order to win a lot of these playoff series. And And the difficulty of it is that there's not a whole lot that the Jazz can do right now to improve the roster. You're kind of stuck yep. with it. Yep, so if you're Quinn Snyder, the the – the overarching thing is like, how much do I mess with things right now? How much do I save for the playoffs? And how much do I try and tinker with this to try and get us that much better for when we do hit those superstar teams? Yeah. Uh, very, very well said, Brian. Thank you very much. Again, like the slander is sort of tongue in cheek, but also like, hey, you know, these are just some things that we look at and worry because the Jazz are still in first place. Yeah. Uh, the Jazz are probably still going to be the first seed or, you know, second seed. or They're still going to be a pretty high seed going into playoffs. Um, the Jazz team is still, still a good team. So now so now you got to nitpick. Now you, now you got to go and, and figure out, all right, cool. Are these things going to come back and haunt us in, in 30 games here? And that, that's kind of why we're here. We're not, we're not really – I'm not mad at any of them. Like, you know, am I mad about Rudy not going strong? A little bit, but, you know, he's also, you know – affects the game in so many ways. Uh, am I am I mad at Royce for not taking the three? Yeah, I am. But again, I think he'll figure that out. And again, Royce um, uh, is the guy that the Jazz um, uh, have do all the dirty work, stuff that he probably shouldn't have to do, like Logan said, and he doesn't. You know, yeah. and JC again uh, had a very great 
first 16 games. He may not be the uh, he may not be the um, uh, 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 the sixth man of the year frontrunner anymore. But you know, it is what it is. So. Hey, I'm Mark, and this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Uh, anyway, oh, no, Mark uh, Jackson saying he's the he's de- the de facto guy still. So it was funny. <laughs> I had uh, I got a kick out of listening to that. Mark. To Jackson be fair, like, he pro- oh, he is because Joe Ingles is not gonna not going again. This is all media stuff, right? It's all it's all narrative. So Jordan Clarkson has the narrative because he's he's a guy who scores and nobody well, cares about. That's all regular season awards are is narrative. So no. yeah, except for MVP and even even then even then bit. MVP. No. but yeah, yeah I, know, so I, right. I don't i don't i think it ended with jordan clarks i don't know who else there i mean i don't know who else is having a good year off the bench i don't know it's probably it's, i mean i maybe, i would maybe Brandon, if i had a Crawford come out of yeah Brandon. yeah you used to vote boucher wouldn't it wouldn't or whether chris boucher, why, why chris boucher. boucher. yeah <laughs> like right now the odds like clarkson's I minus keep reading it english so to I, win. I, I would say i would say yeah but you never say rudy gobert so that's i don't yeah understand. well cool now um, shut up uh, uh, but um, here I'll just read real quick Joe some Ingles. of the other odds. Like we have Montrez Harrell, Chris Boucher, Joe Ingles, Shake Milton, Terrence Ross, Shake's having, Goran Shake's having, Shake's having a very good year too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, but like anyway, he's got no conversation for sixth man at this point, right? So if right. he's gonna do it, he's gonna have to do some monster work. Yeah, and right. I I also wonder. Like if you start to and and maybe this is me being a little bit favorite with my employer David Locke, but he talks about how many games teams are playing right now, and so you're going to start to see a lot of bad performances from teams. And I think to whose point, you're going to see a lot of the stuff that frustrates the hell out of us happen more often, especially with this Jazz team. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. I'm starting to wonder uh, what tomorrow's going to look like because we know Mike's going to sit. So who's going to step up tomorrow? And I mean, Joe Ingles. Um, so Are you sure? uh, and th- th- this is what, this is what bothers me about, um, uh, like the six man of year, cause like, it was like every crowned him at game 18. I was like, Oh cool. We have 75 games left there or whatever, 72 games a season. And you know, after game 18 or 20, it was like, all right. Oh that, no, you know, game 30. I crowned him. <laughs> I waited. And well then, then again, it seems premature is what I'm saying. So can I, um, do I get to throw somebody in the burn book? Yes, do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you, you go for it. Yeah, I want to. Who was who was the play-by-play guy tonight? Was it uh, what's his name? Mark Jackson and Dave David Pash. Pash. Dave Pash. I'm throwing him in the burn book because Donovan had 41 points and he kept talking about Devin Booker having 32 and 34. Yeah, like yeah. he was the leading scorer in the game in, the, that in was overtime. Annoying. That's awful. Mark Mark Jackson was less annoying than Pash tonight. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, and and Pash also tried to say that uh, Monty Monty Williams was the de facto coach of the year, and Mark Jackson had to put him back. In yeah, place. right. Interesting. <laughs> He's in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, and Mark Jackson threw threw Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell into MVP, MVP conversation. That was freaking cool. Guys, yeah. um, uh, I've heard job, personal Mark stories. Jackson. Here's here's the thing. We've we've heard personal stories about Mark Jackson. I would rather not give him any more airtime. On this podcast, um, so he's an awful human being. Uh, he's he's a he's he's a real. So, 
That's absolutely a fact. Um, so um, uh, the Jazz, uh, Quinn Snyder. I mean, it's just it's such a weird time. And number one, great great burn book there, um, uh, Brian. Um, uh, yeah, the, I mean it, it is what it is, right? Like um, uh, it is what it is. The, the Jazz. I don't know. I, I I tend not to get mad about national attention about it because you know. There's plenty of it out there, and jazz fans are always going to have an axe to grind against it because they really have taken the brunt end of it from a lot of national media. And this season, like, is a perfect example of it, right? Nobody wants to talk about how great the jazz are, how record breaking they've been, or or how fun it is to watch. Everybody wants to talk about, well, are they a legitimate contender? And it's like, well, who is really a legitimate contender right now? Anyways, we're in the middle of the season. And so I like some of it is you just kind of have to eat as a jazz fan until things actually change. And my, my philosophy this season has been to enjoy everything that I can and then hope we get to the playoffs and then say nothing and just pray to the God of Jerry Sloan that the jazz can pull it off this season, because I don't think I can take any more close calls. Like 1998. (laughs) It's a miracle. I'm still here. Hey, um, friend, all right, friend of well, the pod or one-time guest, uh, he had an interesting take that I'd like to touch on. Tony Park said, as a fan, you're in a really good spot when your star scores 41, you're number one in the NBA, you lost an OT to the number two regular season team, and you're pissed. Remember when anyone scoring 30 wasn't normal? When when the Wheezy was popular? Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> when a player said they were proud, they cut San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs lead to seven. Copy um, and copy and copy and paste all those tweets for every time we played a good team in the last two months as the no, our, I just our, think our that consolation was, prize. I just think that that was funny. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I just yes. think it was no. funny. We're we're falling into um uh, Logan is falling into same old jazz mode it sounds like so I mean I mean I, I thought I was back to being calm and balanced but this this jazz team this year has sucked me back into my old habits so I, and I don't even give a <laughs> shit anymore I'm gonna be I'm gonna be irrational I'm gonna be all over the place and I'll change my mind and flip around it's okay there's no one who has any rules yeah, Twitter fan, isn't re- Twitter fan, Twitter isn't real anyways none of us are real people doing real things and Twitter's never solved a world problem if anything it's only caused more world problems so yeah, you know it is. It is. It is what it is. Um, I, I guess this goes back to what your expectation level is. You know, every, I mean, and it's not to criticize one one person's choice over the other. Some people are all about the journey and enjoying this all the way around. And if we get upset in the first round by the eight seed Grizzlies, they'll find a way to spin it as being positive and more power to you. But uh, like, dude, I'm not. I'm not. Too. I'm not real. I'm not. I'm not really into that. Like, I want to see a championship. And so, like, if I'm hypercritical. It's because those little things I think are separators, you know, like there's a couple of things that like happen in these games that like that are different. There was, there was important free throws down the, there was important free throws down the stretch. It was either the end of regulation, or the end of overtime, <sighs> Devin, Booker, Devin Booker went one of two. Donovan Mitchell went one of two. You know who didn't go one of two? Chris, Chris Paul. Paul didn't go one of two. And it's, it's little things like that. And it's, it's fine. I'm, you know, it's, it's, I am a fan. I'm not going to hide the fact that of the jazz, I'm irrational. I can't watch it. And, and, as the year started, it was more balanced, but it is. I just, I, I want to see, I don't want to see anything other than the championship. And I'll be disappointed if it doesn't happen. Like that's just, that's, that's where I stand on it. And it's not going to, it's not going to change. And all of us, you know, even as balanced as we are, we've all got that one little hole for some team or something somewhere where we're irrationally like locked into it. And that's, that's what it is. So yeah, we're, we're, we're getting into the nitty gritty. Yeah. It, it, but, but that's, that's, that's just the way it is. I don't want to see, an earlier exit and then have to just live through that whole thing again. I mean, I think they've got as good a shot as any this year. So, 
How much All do you right. think the pressure of like the expectations for the Jazz is affecting the fan base right now? Because I think it's starting to seep in on a lot of people. Like Logan's saying, we all want this, right? And now when you start to see these flaws come up and you're like, now you're worried about it, right? Because when they were beating teams by 20 and 30 points, it felt like it was infallible to me anyways. And yeah. now you start to doubt what you saw. And you're right. Like there's little things that are popping up again. Like, well, okay, is the rebounding an issue? Is it the late game free throws? Are those becoming an issue? And so I kind of wonder if that's having an influence on things as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, and yeah, that, I mean, that, that was... that, that's what I'm saying. You're trying to fine tune for the, the big one, you know? You're not yeah. just trying to fine tune to get to the second round or be better than last year. Like you're trying to find, you want to get, you want to, you want to fine tune for, for the elite part of it all. And that's, at least that's where my mindset is different. And, and, and there's the, but there's, there's also those weird things that give you questions to, I mean, I'm sure that there's a thousand stats to tell me otherwise. Cause every time I feel like I make a point, there's a number that tells me I'm wrong. But I mean, every time it's called every the McGate they, effect, but every time they yeah. shoot it, but every time they shoot it we are, and they shoot poorly, it's called a make or miss. It's called a make or miss league. So it's like, all right, well, I mean, yeah, we, 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 we've been shooting at a historic clip, but I sure as hell hope we can sustain that. We haven't seen Man, it. Haven't people, been, I'm been so avalanche, glad we had that episode in earlier games. in the season, Logan, because it's been like, that's been like the theme of the year, like of late. People are keep saying make or miss league. And I, I'm with you. Man, that phrase is really starting to great. Dude, I just well, looked at the schedule. It's wild. So the Jazz had back-to-back losses to start the, start the month of March. And now back-to-back losses to start the month of April, and they had back-to-back losses to start the month of January. <laughs> Deathy De- Pearl. Deathy Where was the only one that they didn't, they didn't start with right. two losses. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Sorry, that well, was a, a really no. I, it's, it's, no, it was, like, it was cool. Uh, and to answer your question, um, uh, yeah, I think that that's why I kind of asked this whole temperature check because when the Jazz were riding high, you know, I was trying to like rate it in like, hey guys. Never too high, right? And that's why I was like, give me your temperature check now because I want to, you know, remember what you said two months ago when the Jazz were on a 15-game win streak or whatever, or 11-game win streak versus when they have a two-game losing streak because, honestly, Logan said tomorrow, it'll just be back to almost, you know, right right where we were were even, even killed. Um, And having a bad loss will change that, so. But if they they lose, if if Utah loses and Dame goes off for 74, and all the jazz fans get super wet over that. Um, and he beats us. And they and they, then then Chris 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 and Cliff Paul go Pre- up and get present company in, accepted in, in in the Clippers. You know we're tied in the loss column. And I understand the, the 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 schedules are supposed to get easy for us and hard for them. But do we really feel good about that? Like if, no. if we're if we're tied in the loss column and, and then, the, but then at that point Chris Paul and his his band of misfits then own the. Uh, they own the uh, the t- they they control their own destiny. Yep, that's and they that, that's well, true. I, another thing to point out is it would be the first three three game losing stretch so far for the Jazz, and it's happening in the back third of the season um, to all freaking trash the NBA balls, playoff right? opponents. Like that's yeah, we we that's we, when you start to get like a little nervous. Peak right? too early. Yeah, well, that, 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 that's where it's weird. Is like I I, I flipped the schedule open this week because I you know I listened to all the pods and follow the Twitter stuff and. Like we talked about tough schedules, stretches of schedules, but this is a pretty damn tough one, and no one said a thing about it. We're talking Dallas, uh, Dallas, well, Dallas. Well, yeah. I don't know. I saw Dallas. somebody talk about it, right? Yeah, it was me. Um, no, I, <laughs> I've got no idea. But I just I, this is this is not a this is not an easy stretch. I don't know who they play after this. Who they play after Portland? 
Sacramento, Sacramento. Home Saturday night. Well, Sacramento's not terrible. The but Queen's, that's, I mean, you're yeah, Monday, Wednesday, good. Thursday, Saturday. You're four and seven, right? Or four and six? Yeah. So that's a pretty uh, tough. Ugly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, anyway, so that's that's our job. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm trying to be better at not being a depressing jazz fan um, because I, I realize that not everybody can shut off their emotions like I do when it comes to you know, life. And so, uh, anyway, I'm sorry if that depressed everybody. Hey, hey you and Hema uh, did, play, tweeted a great Twitter game tonight, so hats off to both of you guys. Yeah, well, All those junk please gifts and videos. I wonder if you have something for Saturday. We'll, we'll see. Anyway, uh, Brian, uh, Brown Bear, at Brown Bear SLC, at Brown Bear SLC. So Logan brought this up probably a month ago. Like, So this whole jazz pod co-op thing has gotten pretty big, got, gotten pretty popular. And he was like, I, I think Logan, you said something like, um, uh, you want to slide them in the the Beehive Boys or something like that. Do you remember? Yeah, I just asked if they're members of. It was in the shout out session. If they're members of the Jazz Pod Co-op, and and Jared came in the last second and got me with the chair and didn't let me extend the offer and said that David Locke wouldn't allow it. <laughs> and so I never was able to try to see if they take the the, the JP well, shirt just, or not. I, I was just trying to give Brian like a way out, just in case. <laughs> I mean, like, I, here's the thing. I, I think you actually have to podcast in the year 2021 <laughs> to be a part of the co-op. Hey, we, you can we buy. We literally shirt, haven't recorded an episode since June of 2020, so right. So, <laughs> so and, and, I mean, and, we it, need to uh, we need to re. Uh, well, well, the jazz the jazz pod is still a. They're still a member of the co-op, but they're still on hiatus. Well, I mean, I should say he because it's run by Matt Sanchez. Shout out to Matt Sanchez. Goat. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the, the co-op again, like, so this is, for those who don't know what the co-op, co-op is, um, uh, you know, just a few of these podcasts that I, I saw uh, pod weekly. So we all kind of like DM'd each other, got together and decided, hey, we should like kind of just like make a podcast like a certain uh where they podcast where they lock on stuff to you know be similar about that share crib um, and so um yeah so and, and again people have asked like how do we get on this so i don't know if they're asking to be guests or to be in the po- like really again you know there's there's no right or wrong way to be part of the podcast just go out there and listen to jazz podcast because there's a, you know there's different podcasts for anything for everybody so um logan how can they get a, a jazz pod uh, co-op t-shirt Oh, from our, our favorite website, do you want this.com, D-O-U, want this.com. And uh, Brian, Brian's go forward work is to, is to talk to his boss, David Locke, and see if he can get us uh, locked on Hyman notes and see if it could be like a, a, J, a, J, a, JV, a JV version of, of locked on jazz, you know? So. Right. If you, can, if you can put together episodes five days a week of that, I will sell that shit out of that <laughs> i can i can put together hymen talk for five days you know i mean come on now brian come on oh man i could uh, be a pg-13 disclaimer in the, yeah in the but one. you you um, gotta get somebody to edit it for you logan as in turn when i say edit i don't i just mean like make it sound good not not uh you know bleep out all the nasty wow the nasty. wow jared wow <laughs> uh jared um uh you know you got some time here i'm uh, how, how are you gonna end it today uh, well, I just want to say that uh, we're, we're changing the Clarkson corner today to uh, Bogey Silkers. Uh, shout out to Logan for that one. Um, because Boyan gets a, a lot of hate on this podcast, whether deserved or not. Um, 
I think he's been pretty good lately. He's been, uh, the shots have been falling. He was one of the major reasons we were in the game today. Uh, Mike's offense didn't show up, and neither did a lot of other guys. And, uh, you know, shout out to Bojan Bogdanovic for a, a good stretch of play. And by the way, I'm, uh, somebody uh, somebody had Mike Conley the burn book. I didn't even realize he played today. <laughs> I, I we were going long. Um, the Rudy Gobert dunk today was pretty good though. The the one the and one. So Brian, um, uh, so what, you know, again, they can find you at Brown Bear SLC. Um, uh, what have you been up to, man? Uh, daily podcast for the Locked On Utes, obviously, and and there are plans for Beehive Boys to be rebirthed. Uh, we may have to swap out my man Mo Sweatshirt though, as he's uh. He's acquired a player to be named later in in a relationship, and so his time is limited. But um, we we've got some uh, some feelers out there to for some replacement hosts. Um, but yeah, you can find me there at, at, on the boards at utezone.com. Clearly, a lot of jazz talk going on with those two things that I mentioned. So that's why I'm grateful to come on here and talk jazz with you guys and hang out and have fun. I feel like I was excited about this just because I've I've always wanted to hang out and podcast with all of you together. Um, so I probably should have been a little bit more angry when I came in here. My 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 bad on that one. <laughs> no, hey. it's a thing. Yeah. Oh well, hey, I love this background. We're not usually angry. Today was just a weird day, and because nobody's <laughs> so here's the thing: with jazz lose, nobody listens to the podcast, which is fine. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell Shams, you, buddy. <laughs> hot takes uh, and shot fakes today. Woo. Shams has tweeted out that um, uh, Beehive Boys uh, in talks um, uh, uh, in acquiring um, uh, Logan Cox as a, a free agent. Apparently, I don't, I don't even know how that happened. So, how, wait, guess, uh, when does his contract see. expire? I thought you signed him to a two-year deal. I work, ex- I'm, I'm, I work exclusively through Woj, so uh, that's, that's the way it's always been. I don't, I, uh, I don't sign myself with the Athletic. Um, right. The, uh, right. But I, I was gonna ask Brian where I send my re- where I send my resume. Like I will hand deliver it. Um, you know, just to, to be this even even the water boy. I'll just sit there, you know, hand you guys water, towel your heads off, whatever you guys want to do. You know, so. Sources, sources have told me that the Bia boys have been in the market to recruit one Logan Cox to the podcast for several several months now. Hey. I'm always, I'm always, I'm always, I'm, well, not always, but yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready now. I've been stretching. You can do double duty, man. Uh, and the the best part about it is. So this is the one thing that I worry about with the jazz co-op is that the Beehive Boys, while we do talk jazz, it is uh, decidedly a uniform podcast, is decidedly a uh, Larson podcast. It is the oh, uniform podcast. podcast yeah. might, might the one thing that we've actually up. never talked about that we are officially is a jazz podcast. Um, <laughs> but the good news is that Logan and I can go rounds on the Beehive Boys over the NL West and who's the real king of the king of the coast. <laughs> hey, that would be fun who, stuff, especially for the summer months. Yeah. Who, who doesn't love a good yeah. Padres Rockies battle on a weekly basis? Pantheon of rivalries. That's that, right there at the that, top with okay, Duke and North Carolina underneath it. That Tati's hey, Street has been showing some Matt Holiday did touch home plate. Matt Holiday did touch home. <laughs> All I know is that Khalil Green and Dinger, the Rockies mascot, almost fought one game. And <laughs> they had to drag Khalil Green away from him as he yelled, F you, Dinger, F you. Gosh, Khalil Green, that's a blast from the past. That's <laughs> There are that's two people stuff. on this podcast currently who know that name. 
Jeez yeah. Louise. Now, he he would have done great with the mullet situation that's taking place late in, late this year. Jeez, Man, ahead a little dream. It was. Trailblazer. Trailblazer. It's a little, little, little taste of what you'll get on the Beehive Boys 2.0. The Beehive Boys 2.0 <laughs> is going to be a mullet podcast as well. Uh, sure. Logan, we're gonna we're gonna play the um, credit music. Um, uh, give us our shout outs to end the podcast, please. Yeah, I got a couple couple quick shout outs. Uh, Kaleem Fields uh, at Fields Kaleem has always one of again one of our good uh, I'm a note followers, always in there, always participating. Uh, Brock Bigler at Mister Bigler. But yeah. But the, the E is a three. All I'm gonna say is that dude DMs me about things randomly all the time, and I think he can be one of my best one of my best friends. He's fantastic. Brock is great. Um, and, and then I, I can't end it any other way than just shouting out uh, Christian Judd. You know Christian M Judd. I made the fatal mistake of <laughs> tweeting out my Co- my Kobe crew yesterday because uh, my guy never two up never two down found me some some, uh, some Kobe and uh, Gigi. Uh, Lego minifigs instead of my direction, and I tweeted them out. I, I tagged all my people, and I somehow forgot Christian news. Wow. You know, always good with his own personal things. So I will, I will forever be. Hey, uh, Christian you know, looks like Jesus. That's his deal. He looks like Kurt Russell. We had that discussion tonight. He's a, he's Kurt, a Kurt Russell, Russell guy. Yeah. I'm a Sylvester Stallone guy. Uh, we are Tango and Cash. That's great. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> all right, all right. That's it. We'll see you guys next time.